You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome, everyone. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. Father James Gross joining you from Grand Forks, where the uh, skies are rapidly clearing after um, uh, a pretty significant amount of rain, um, a a big drink of rain for a lot of places in our locality. And uh, there were some spots in western North Dakota that needed it very badly and were able to get some some substantial rains, unfortunately, in uh, areas near Turtle River State Park, uh, just to the west of Grand Forks. There are um, reports of eight to perhaps as many as 10 inches of rain through the storm that came through just in the last 24 hours or so. Way too much of a good thing. And so for those who are being impacted by the uh, uh, flash flooding that may have resulted from that and the saturation of the fields, uh, we pray for um, uh, relief from that. And it looks like that relief will be coming at least in terms of very, very warm summer temperatures to help to dry things out over the next few days. But uh, it's a feast or famine for so many people, especially in the world of agriculture. So we pray for continued protection from severe storms, uh, damaging hail and winds and the like, and uh, that the Lord will give us what we need when we need it. And so as we are talking about uh, growing in our faith, um, we have someone else, another one of my favorite colleagues from the Diocese of Fargo, Christina Lahr, who is joining us today. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. Hi, thank you, Father. And uh, as you work with the uh, communications department and uh, work on uh, the New Earth, which I want to call newspaper, but physically it's a magazine, uh, the publication (laughs) of uh, the Diocese of Fargo, let's just kind of set the table here. There's a recurring column um, that I think has been for several years uh, by the name of Tattered Pages. Can you tell us about uh, what that is about and, and how it came to be? Yes, when we transitioned over to the magazine format, that was, oh man, that was almost six years ago now, um, we started this call on the Tatter Pages, which was a review, it's a review of Catholic books, and in the last about year or two, we we added movies and music to that as well, so it's mm-hmm. just an, an avenue to highlight, you know, good books and good media out there for people, for people to enjoy. There are several of us who contribute to this column. I have had the privilege of submitting uh, some items a couple of times a year, I think, on average. And you are among those people. And in our most recent edition of The New Earth, you talked about um, uh, a book called The Heart of Perfection by Colleen Carroll Campbell. Um, can you tell us about uh, tell us about this book? Yeah, sure thing. I So um, this is the second book that she's written as a memoir. So the first one, My Sisters, the Saints, is also very good. And she, so in this one, she talks about um, especially the uh, spiritual perfectionism, which she defines as an obsession with flawlessness rooted in the belief that we can earn God's love. So uh, she dives into that by looking at the lives of the saints and how some of them dealt with some of the same temptations of um, feeling like when they fail that God doesn't love them anymore or as much. And so Colleen, she she weaves some of her own experiences with the lives of the saints. So half of the story is different saints and half the story is her experience, and it's just a delight all the way through. 
Very good. I I have to admit that this book is in my queue, you might say, for uh, those to be read on on my iPad, and I have to move it closer and closer to the front of of that line so that I get to it sooner rather than later. But uh, I've been familiar with um, uh, Mrs. Campbell's work here, Colleen Carroll Campbell, for a number of years. I like to think of her as a uh, Generation X uh, rock star among the church in the United States, a woman who um, studied journalism at Marquette, um, worked for a time in the uh, President George W. Bush administration and is uh, uh, homeschooling children and uh, is really um, uh, a a very um, highly renowned uh, thinker uh, when it comes to uh, Catholic uh, topics and and Catholic life. One of the things that comes to mind here, and you yourself mentioned it in your column, um, was uh, the phrase during the Sermon on the Mount in the Gospel of Matthew, where Jesus says, be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. And that can be a dilemma for a lot of people because it can kind of put them out in no man's land, you might say. Well, either, you know, I'm I'm really doing well and I think I'm, you know, following that or I just despair from the start because, you know, doesn't God know all of the uh, foibles in my life and the flaws and stuff like that? And so how can this really, you know, how can this be realistic for me? So um, share with us a little bit of what uh, the author has to say about that, uh, you know, about that statement and how to understand that from our Lord. Sure. Um, so I guess, you know, we're, we're all striving for perfection. That's, that's our, our goal. But, it, you know, if we're going to be honest with ourselves, we don't reach that <laughs> a lot of times. And um, just because we don't, it doesn't mean that God loves us any less. I mean, his, his love is already eternal for us. And so, so we always want to be pursuing, pursuing him. Um, but, you know, it's, it's not that... Um, yeah, we're, we're any less of a person or any less worthy of his love just because we fall short. And mm-hmm. um, so that's it's a little, it's, it's kind of, it's hard to talk about because we have like this goal um, and we shouldn't ever shortchange that to think, oh, well, I, you know, I can't be perfect, so why should I try? Um, mm-hmm. But also just recognizing that, you know, we're all on a journey and, yeah. you know, it's, it's hard. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we're, right. we fall short. One of the things that I think of or like I, I like to point out to people is that um, whether Jesus says in, in Luke, be holy as, you know, um, the Lord your God is holy uh, or to be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. Um, one sense of understanding that is, you know, instead of without any uh, defect or moral flaw, you know, a sort of completeness, if we can turn more and more of our lives, of our hearts over to God, there is a, um, you know, more of a complete dependence upon him. So we can think of, per- maybe we can think of perfection that way as, uh, you know, what do we have to give, what do we have to give up, what do we have to set aside if we are going to follow Christ more closely? Right, for sure. I know also, um, just so that the perfect, uh, just as your Heavenly Father is perfect, is from the Gospel of Matthew. Also mm-hmm. that I was looking at in Luke, the uh, that verse is, be merciful, just as your Heavenly Father is merciful. Yes. So I thought that was mm-hmm. interesting that, you know, that comes into play too, of not um, pointing at other people and saying that, you know, they're not as good as you, because 
Yeah, yeah, you that know, whole, the whole idea <laughs> of comparison. That's right, that's right. Well, in case you're just joining us, folks, we're visiting with Christina Lahr, who, uh, among several different hats that she wears at the Diocese of Fargo, is a communications assistant and who um, uh, offered a, a column in our recent uh, Diocese of Fargo publication, The New Earth, uh, talking about this book by Colleen Carroll Campbell, uh, entitled The Heart of Perfection. And uh, one person that you uh, spoke about that I think um, really resonated with you uh, was was Saint Benedict. Um, what do you recall uh, that uh, the author had to say about him that you found uh, striking or, or helpful to you? Um, well, he so he's Saint Benedict. He has the rule of Saint Benedict, which, um, from my understanding, is it, it, the, the kind of simplicity of and the importance of just like good work, right? And mm-hmm. he talks about how um, he values hard work, but also that um, he has this quote that anyone who uh, can't shut up and sit still long enough to pray, read, and study God's Word is lawful. So, which I, it just kind of <laughs> hit me um, to sure. think like, oh, you know, I, I want to be working hard, but also at the same time recognizing that to work hard is also to slow down and recognize when, um, you know, I need, I need God to be in control and not just me pounding out my work. Um, so I, I just think that um, yeah. mm-hmm. it's, it's great to see that it's not just um, about, yeah, I guess about, about hard, hard work in the physical sense, but also in like the spiritual sense of working hard on, you know, knowing the Lord better and making sure that you're attentive to what he's doing in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I should also mention here that as a, uh, uh, a Stearns County, Minnesota girl, uh, you had a, a Benedictine influence close by there with a lot of uh, parishes and with the various uh, uh, religious communities there. So uh, St. Benedict certainly wasn't a, um, was a stranger in your experience growing up. <laughs> right, Yeah. <laughs> Yes, indeed. Um, one other thing I wanted to mention, I, I think it, it brings up an interesting point here, just to stick with what uh, St. Benedict was saying about, you know, what is, uh, you know, useful work and what leads to the idea of perfection, you might say, as uh, the Lord is speaking about it, is that, you know, the person who is your uh, classic example of a workaholic who is, you know, got a lot of irons in the fire, but is not taking time for private prayer or attending Mass on Sunday, you know, that that is, uh, while a lot of people might look at that as, as an ideal, you know, to reach in terms of society, that, you know, that that, that is actually putting an individual farther away from, um, you know, uh, obtaining uh, the kind of spiritual life that a person is being called to live. Right, and it also, if, if you have a, you have a, um, you know, slowing down to go to Mass and to be praying every day, it puts your work into perspective. Um, just like, okay, well, why, you know, why am I doing all these things? Are all of these things necessary? You know, are there certain um, areas of work that would actually glorify God more? Um, or certain things that, you know, if you're just, yeah, it, it gives you, you know, an, a breath of air of, to bring to your work as well. Excellent. Well, thank you for bringing this book to our attention, and uh, like I say, I'm looking forward to reading it, so I want to uh, join with you in recommending it, even if I haven't quite gotten there yet. But uh, the name of the book is The Heart of Perfection. The author's name is Colleen Carroll Campbell, and uh, it was released just last year. So, Christina Lahr, thanks so much for joining us here on Real Presence Live. Thank you so much for having me.
You're very welcome. And so up next, uh, stay with us, folks, as we sit down with Sister Anne Ducart to talk about her beautiful journey to the religions, religious life. That and much more coming up after the break. You're listening to Real Presence. 